Welcome to the J Crypto Audio Experience. First off, thanks for coming. Second off, I want to congratulate you for investing in the education of blockchain, cryptocurrency, NFTs, decentralized finance, all those terms that when you first hear you go, what the hell does that mean? Blockchain is a technology shift, guys. Once in a lifetime opportunity. This is Malibu beachfront property, $1,000 per the acre. Now, to take advantage of it properly, you got to invest in that education. And that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. So let's learn together. All right, guys, Ethereum. All right, so Ethereum, the the number two in terms of market cap of all cryptocurrencies. Guys, what's your take on Ethereum? What do you like about it? What don't you like about it? What do you want to see more of from it? What do you not know about it that you'd like to know? Um, guys, there's a lot of things to cover when it comes to Ethereum. Now, in my opinion, I would look at Ethereum as how I look at it is like with the iPhone, right? So we had the internet, then we combined the internet with our cell phones, then we combined our cell phones and Wi-Fi and the internet with, you know, gaming, and then we combined social with, you know, gaming technology, the internet, and we had all these different applications that literally probably we all use on a weekly or monthly or yearly basis like Uber and you know GitHub and um, Facebook obviously or Twitter and um, you know things that really change change our life or Amazon's app to order stuff. Just things that absolutely have changed our life. Now, blockchain technology has a few components in it that I mentioned in the Bitcoin episode before, where we can build smart contracts. We can build trustless environments because there's a transparency to every single transaction on the blockchain. That if you have a transaction on the blockchain, anyone in the world can go see it and look at it. And that's pretty cool. Now, it doesn't mean that they're going to see you and your face and your data. It just means that they're going to see the transaction details. How much was transacted? What was it transacted for? And whatnot. Ethereum is what's called a smart contract platform. Now, with any smart contract platform... You got how I look at it is I look at it as like the iPhone, okay? Because the iPhone is just the platform, but developers and builders can build all these applications on the iPhone. Now, the difference between the applications you have on the iPhone and the applications you see on the blockchain is you're using the blockchain technology on the blockchain. So, with Ethereum, we have taken Really, blockchain, in my opinion, is Web 3.0. If the social medias and all the companies that were built on top of the internet were Layer 2 or uh, or Web 2.0, 
and then the early internet search engines were web 1.0 then guys blockchain is web 3.0 in that scheme because you can build trustless financial environments you can also build what are called fungible and non-fungible tokens okay now a fungible token is and this is all important to ethereum i promise a fungible token could be like the dollar bill because if i have a dollar and you have a dollar they both have the same value right but a non-fungible token could be like a sports card one out of ten because there's only one of those specific sports cards with a number ever in circulation okay um so that's the difference between fungible and non-fungible tokens okay like bitcoin is a fungible token even though it has a set supply there's only 21 million one bitcoin is no different than another bitcoin but nfts or non-fungible tokens could be like a digital sports card with you know there's only 10 of them but each one has a number to it so it's it's unique okay um so in that respect that's how i would look at it but again do your own research check it out let me know what you think now ethereum runs on what's called gas okay so every time that you do a transaction on ethereum you can expect to do a gas fee and listen if you guys are brand new to crypto just remember you're probably not even going to know about this because you, most likely you're not going to be sending your crypto outside your Coinbase. Okay, that's how a lot of people start. They don't send their cryptos outside their Coinbase. But then eventually, you might feel confident enough to go and check out some of these decentralized apps. For example, Aave, which is a decentralized... Remember how I talked about Celsius and BlockFi, which are like centralized decentralized um, type environments. These are companies. Celsius and Blockfire companies. Aave, though, is what's called a decentralized app or a DeFi app, if you will. Now, a decentralized financial app. So in Celsius, you rely on the company of Celsius to pay you out an interest and to basically... Yeah, you enter into a, a loan smart contract with Celsius and whatnot, but the company is responsible for paying you out interest, okay? Now, if you buy their token, you get benefits like a higher interest rate when you loan out your crypto and then a lower interest rate when you take out a loan. Um, it, it's, and if you pay it in Celsius, then you even get a lower interest rate when you're paying out your loan. But... um. With Aave, though, Aave is a little different. Aave is decentralized. It's on the Ethereum network. Okay, and there's forks of it on the Binance chain and other places, I believe. But Binance Smart Chain. But with Ethereum, you can go on to a place like Aave. You can lock up your Bitcoin in a protocol. You can get a 50% to a 5% collateral. And then at a certain price, depending on your collateral you'll get liquidated or you won't get liquidated and you'll just have to pay back your loan um similar to how we talk about it in bitcoin you know in the bank you do all these credit checks right because when you take out a loan it's not really backed by your assets it's kind of like up to the bank to do their due diligence on where you're working to do their due diligence on 
you know, what you do own, what you have made an income and what you can potentially be making an income to pay them back. But on Aave, it's completely asset backed. So you have to own a certain amount of assets to get a percentage of that in a loan. So imagine it's similar to when you do a refinance on a property, right? You own a house, but you're refinancing to get money out of that property. So let's say you refinance $200,000 out of a property that you own 100% equity in, and it's worth 600 grand. So now you have $200,000, but since you owe it back to the bank after they give it to you, it's actually debt, so it's non-taxable income. So you're saving like yourself from paying a huge capital gains if you were gonna take your Bitcoin and you, or your, yeah, you take your Bitcoin and you were gonna just sell it because that's taxable income. That's not owed to anybody, but the government. <laughs> so Ave is a decentralized manner where anyone can deposit their funds and earn interest on their funds. However, on the flip side of that, anyone also can take their assets and take out flash loans without having to do any credit checks. And then based on the supply and demand, the the interest rate is calculated. So when there's more supply and less demand, the interest rate for the suppliers, it's a little bit lower. Now, when the there's more demand and not enough supply, that interest rate can go wicked high. So if that, I mean, you could be earning 40% on your, you know, idle assets if there's just no demand or i mean if there's like a ton of demand and no one's supplying and um if you look on but you have to access the ethereum network and for that you got to get yourself a wallet so you can do a metamask which i would recommend um you could do a my ether wallet you could do a few other types of wallets out there i know that there's a lot of them now but um and then you can go ahead and go check out some of these decentralized applications which run on the Ethereum network. Now, just remember, as people transact on Ethereum, they have to buy Ethereum to move around their funds. Um, that's what the gas fee is, is you got to use Ethereum to use the smart contract platform that Ethereum is. So the gas fees have gotten pretty high because a lot of people have been using Ethereum and that's why, you know, price has also gone up if you're a complete beginner for a simple sense. But you got to also think about this. We have layer two solutions like Polygon um, bringing down the gas fees or helping to, trying to. So, I mean, there's a few, you know, I, I could get into it. I could get into layer twos and I'll get into that after I cover the first 10 20 cryptos just so I got some content out there because guys this is like my podcast I'm speaking from the top too so just imagine what I can do if I really try to structure these these bad Larry's um and again I'm just doing this to build up some content so that way I can get a job in cryptocurrency um that's my that's my goal so all right guys well thank you so much for tuning in I appreciate it and I will hear from you real soon (laughs) 